0: Religious Sanity, episode 84.
1: Back with Pastor Andrew.
0: And we continue reading uh, Ugaritic literature. Yes. And uh, I, this time uh, I thought we can go into a technical religious literature from Ugarit. What and does that mean? Uh, not storytelling like myths uh, or legends or something like that, but more like liturgies, or and and we can start really with a nitty gritty kind of uh, stuff, which is uh, uh, which would be um, list of deities. Huh because they had a canonical list of deities. There are some scholars who disagree with the calling it canonical or something like that, but it clearly was uh, some form of established list of deities at least, because it was preserved in uh, on several tablets and in different scripts, hmm. uh, like almost different languages. Uh, Because those are just names, you cannot know whether it is a different language because the names are, uh, but, uh, and script will modulate how the names are recorded but uh, definitely in uh, Akkadian script and in Ugaritic script. And then there are other lists of sacrifices which more or less follow this list of deities. So there are really number of iterations of this uh, pantheon, uh, Ugaritic pantheon. And it is interesting because it does not fit that closely with the mythology <laughs> mm. that tells you that the stories, mythical stories and mythology are overlapping, but are not necessarily identical with what is happening in temples, for instance, or what kind of sacrifices are being offered in the temples. Hmm. Uh, And uh, some deities which we don't even know (laughs) from mythical uh, uh, writings, uh, from myths, uh, mythical stories or legends—they uh, appear here on huh. these lists. Uh, uh, they are perfectly well known, or they make sense, uh, but are not uh, parties <laughs> to those legends and to those myths. Huh. And that makes sense. What it do you
1: mean? What do you mean by they make sense? Do you, uh, are there descriptions of them, or or or? Yeah, because we know them from elsewhere. Oh, or, right. uh, Oh, I thought you
0: were saying that they're they're not they don't appear elsewhere. They don't appear in Ugaritic myths. Ah,
1: okay, uh, gotcha. Ugaritic
0: myths and legends, but we don't have uh, that full. We have substantial body of that. For instance, uh, I can give you an example. Have you heard about Holy Guitar?
1: <laughs> no.
0: And that is that is an example of that. Uh, uh, of course, it is uh, uh, it it would not be uh, it would not be pronounced exactly like that. Uh, but in this list uh, of Ugaritic, uh, uh, Ugaritic uh, deities, uh, somehow towards the end, like penultimate or two or three uh, points from the end is a clearly deity uh, called Kinaru or Kinarum and that is uh, Kinar or uh, Liar or Sitara or something like that. You can even hear it. It's it's persisting in linguistic use until now, even through guitar. Right, guitar. There are some shifts Citar. of consonants, yeah. sitar, and and so on. But uh, it it goes back to this deity, Whoa. and it is guitar, you huh. know, or it was string instrument yeah. of some kind. Uh, you know, the other thing is that we ha- we have, we we might have theories, what exactly. Yeah. But uh, it's it's clearly an holy guitar or deity guitar (laughs) uh, personification of guitar. Yeah. And why I said I'm not aware of that figuring out in those legends and myths from Ugarit. But for instance, we know it from the Bible. Really? Yes, because we have an personification of a musical instrument in the Bible. I listen carefully to many proverbs and solve riddles with inspiration from a harp. Uh, there is an article there, but you can easily that that is an English translation. So listen carefully to many proverbs and solve riddles. With inspiration from harp, uh-huh. with a capital H, uh-huh. for instance, or awake, my soul, awake. O harp and lyre, I will awake the dawn. And that's clearly also because this dawn, <laughs> uh, we know we. I think that we talked about that deity. It was Shahar and yes. Shalim. So this is Shahar. That's the dawn. Uh-huh. It's DONG yeah. with a capital D again. So that is, uh, that, is, um, that is some examples from the Bible and elsewhere. You, you, you know, in a Hebrew tradition, it's more like harp or lyre. Mm-hmm. But uh, clearly there was this tendency of, of seeing uh, musical instruments as, as being endowed by themselves, with an spiritual power. To the point that there were times when it was deified. Mm-hmm. By the time of biblical tradition, they they were in a process of uh, kind of calming it down, you know, or yeah. subduing it, making it less obvious, mm. uh, and and so on. But but you still have some of it here and there. Another situation is with Saul when he is depressed, we would call it probably clinically depressed. He receives that advice that he should have a music played to him. Mm. There is that uh, implication there to some Mm. degree that 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 harp with expel that evil spirit, which was tormenting, uh, which was tormenting soul. Mm So here you have another example of that. And uh, among the Greeks uh, it was that there were Greek muses. Those were de- deities right. or semi-deities, sure, uh, sure, sure. Which, uh, which were uh, directly in the word of music we have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Music is derived from muses and mu- music is, is inspired. Of course, there were many more muses yeah. Uh, besides the musical, muse, right. Uh, right? But uh, usually in the arts. Yeah. Yeah. Only in yeah. arts. Yeah. You know, drama. Yeah. Poetry, and, right. and so on. Tragedy. Uh, so,
1: um, but in uh, the in the ancient peoples, is 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 there just this tendency to equate divinity with everything that is either good or
0: bad that interacts in their life? To some degree, yes, you are absolutely right. Uh, You are a very good listener. Uh, uh, (laughs) But it it needs to have something of this inspirational uh, or mood-changing and mind-changing powers. Right. Like you know, musical instruments or played music uh, have. It's also mysterious. Like we don't understand why music makes us feel good,
1: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it must be something mysterious that we can't. Uh, I, I
0: think that psychologists and neurologists might know at, at this least, point. Uh, they, yeah, they, they are thinking. And, yeah. uh, but but back then they yeah. they did not know that. But they had this observation that you can relieve some. Uh, psychological or psychic distress like we have it's all right uh, with music right and uh, you know with our over reliance say on medications and and so on and don't get me wrong i think that they are very beneficial and very good but let us not forget that there are there is something like a speech therapy there are all these uh now called alternatives and having bad name and Partly it is justified because you know it is just a, a new agey quarkery or whatever you would call it. Yeah. But but beyond beyond that is of course a good hunch that it it is cr- good observation, and yeah. it, that observation goes through ages as as we see. So uh, that is about these musical instruments, harps and guitars yeah. or guitars and, and and so on, but. Uh, uh, another, which is here present, is, for instance, a uh, uh, sensor. You know, for burning incense. Ah, because that had again and mood-changing uh, faculties, and it has until now. Uh, just ask uh, Roman Catholics, especially, you know, or those mm. who, who really like a lot of. Uh, uh smoke in in churches and those are just predominantly not psychoactive even though there might be a little bit but simply the the fragrance is already inducing in you certain Mm -hmm. expectations now i'm in a church this smells like a church yeah and and i know what to expect right and i think that here that subliminal uh signals are playing a very uh, powerful role, even with regular incense. Uh, and who knows uh, this and is picking up on it is uh, our advertising agents, you know, who developed uh, all these kind of different techniques of uh, using a smell of new car or <laughs> a smell of uh, certain uh, stores yeah and, and so on so that you will be acute, uh, into certain behaviours and, and, you know, that has been present and then there are theories that uh, in ancient times they were actually using some of the incense which were at least partly spiced with uh, some psychoactive uh, uh, substances. Uh, and and played some role Uh, so of course then it it has even bigger influence and a bigger uh, you you can more easily understand why they uh, why they were thinking that way you know and uh, yes uh, there is uh, that Uh, in bible on the other hand uh, we have the uh, altar who is personified Mm. uh, to some degree you know the offering altar, uh-huh. uh, which is uh, personified, uh, and and you know going all the way to the New Testament by swearing by the temple, swearing by the altar. Ooh. You know, did not Jesus mention that? Uh, ah. You know, he is uh, disagreeing with it. Yeah, but clearly it was yeah. a pra- practice up until his time. And, and just swearing by something is uh, putting it on an deified position. It's right. almost like swearing on the Bible. Yeah. you know that is lifting up uh, right. the the importance and and because then the Bible is that that object or whatever is becoming almost like a, a personified witness to your uh, to your oath you are taking mm. and. Uh, arbiter, almost, uh, of that. Uh, of course, uh, in in modern American uh, public religion, <laughs> it it functions uh, in in a way that it is substitute, say, for deity. But where the substitute for deity becomes deity itself, is is a question. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's fluent. It's mm-hmm. it's not. Strictly define. Uh, I'm only pointing these uh, different uh, things, uh, and and again, something of that kind is known from Ugaritic, uh, also, uh, and that is from myths, where uh, there are like signs of a special way of making, say, a royal hall furniture. You know, or temple furniture, and we have that in the Bible as well. You know, if you go into Exodus, Leviticus, into five books of Moses, you'll be surprised how many chapters are actually spent on an equipment of tabernacle or equipment of Hmm. the temple. (laughs) Hmm. You know, furniture, right? You know, and 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 and, and tapestries and, and all these, uh. Uh, things and describing how it should be done and from what it should be done and so on and so forth there yeah, but then uh, Something like that is present in Ugaritic mythology when we hear about uh, uh, building the temple for Baal, but they are trying to get permission to build a temple for Baal and so they are presenting gifts to They are presenting gifts to a deity who can uh, then uh, persuade the head of Pantheon. They are presenting Mm -hmm. gifts to Asherah so that the Asherah would intercede with El on behalf of Baal. And they are making this uh, furniture for her. Mm -hmm. And that makes it uh, really interesting. But then there, uh, there are uh, the, the royal uh, footstool, for instance, huh. uh, is, is uh, the, the receives sacrifices, <laughs> uh, and, and and so on. So huh. uh, you, you, you know, and and the holy guitar, <laughs> I, I mentioned, uh, is a recipient of sacrifices. Oh God! Sacrifices of a ram, to oxen, to birds, and a cow. <laughs> that's a lot of animals, you know. That, that's like an hecatomb. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it it was and that was a part of the broader sacrifices. That is, uh, those sacrifices for major holidays, probably, uh, and for that was this list of of deities, uh, uh, which 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 we have in front of us, uh, and and it starts, of course, with uh, uh, the head, uh, the the gods of Tzaphon, That was their Olymp and and uh, father El or God father then there is El then there is Dagan and then there are a number of like seven Baals Uh, Baal of Tafon and then Baal 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 Mm. probably associated with different locations or different Mm. functions like Baal Berit, which would be Baal, the lord of or owner of uh, covenants Hmm. Uh, and and, and so on and so forth.
1: I guess it would be kind of funny to talk about now how... First it started with Franz Liszt Mm -hmm. in the 1800s, this idea that uh, he must be demonic uh, and the way he plays music because of how the women swoon, mm-hmm. and then going into this century, the Rolling Stones in the '60s, Jimi Hendrix playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. He must be possessed by the devil, and this is devil what, music.
0: What, what, why, why should be devil? Uh, have you that, heard that? I'm, uh, I'm, I don't think American it's a devil. American <laughs> Anthem played played by him in. Woodstock, uh, I uh, you are transfixed by that. Exactly, really, you know. But yeah. they
1: are saying, I'm saying that people are saying that he's so good, he must have sold his soul to the devil. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's a that's a that, that's a myth in our current times. With when people have a certain way with music. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they have sold their soul to the devil isn't it interesting i'm just saying like how the, the, that is kind of like the,
0: that's a highly unfortunate uh, right because it is it should uh, be a delegating... god
1: it should be a god that yeah, right? Uh, that they are <laughs>
0: you know or uh and and that is my uh main concern about a monotheism going bad oh. if it is taken fundamentalistically that monotheism or very very narrowly then you have just God and everything else which then is has that potency of divine or something like that unless you can pin it to that highly abstract uh, uh, supernatural uh, God you know within this uh, monotheistic theism then all the rest have to be f- from the opposite side, from the devil, mm-hmm. and I-, I think that that's a great pity. Yeah. In in that respect, getting a little bit uh, more uh, easier about this uh, crazy monotheism and 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 being prepared to associate that these. Different events, or different influences, or our different feelings, or with with God, with that some some ease, yeah, partly humorously almost, you know, right. but but not dismissing it or not uh, divorcing ourselves from it, you know, right. or not putting it down like coming from devil. Why, right? Right. It, uh, I, I, it might not be my cup of tea. Yeah, you know I, I'm not saying that everyone has to love uh, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, right. you, you know. <laughs> but you, you can use the same thing about uh, Paganini. You can use the same thing mm-hmm. about Mozart, uh, Chopin, uh, and and so on. The staying within the music realm. Yeah. yeah, you know, to to be more on a classic note, uh, right. and uh, it's it, it it it'll be pity to delegate or divorce ourselves uh, from all of that by saying that's from devil. Yeah. While this more inclusive polytheistic world had uh, had bigger heart and understanding. Uh, of, uh, of an important uh, spiritual impact and had a way of incorporating it into their realm. You know, so, um, yeah. yeah, mountains can be divine, you know, like uh, not only the gods of Tzaphon, but also Tzafon itself. Hmm. Was a deity to which, uh, or Baal Tafon, you know Baal from Tafon, but but Tafon itself is uh, is a deity here. Uh, uh, then craftsmen had a god, patron god, huh. uh, and and they recognize that there is a visidry, you know, and 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 by divorcing ourselves from technological prowess, is it's again pity, you know, yeah. we, we we allowed, uh, or that strict transcendental almost uh, monotheism, which is delegating God somewhere outside of the world completely, Yeah, you know, and uh, uh, did not do us much good.
1: Yeah.
0: And... Uh, so, you know, yeah. at least partly questioning some of it. I, I, I know that, you know, we are not going to return to polytheistic world or whatever. But yeah. being more open-minded and recognizing divine gifts, for instance, and celebrating those divine gifts in, in uh, inspirational music, uh, uh, in, in technology, yeah, in science and not having it divorced from one another. Because right. then it creates and spiritual orphans from so many people.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. That's so interesting. It, it, Yeah, it's a good bit of advice to start thinking of it that way because what it does is it, it, it gives you the proper distance from it mm-hmm. that maybe is necessary. I'm thinking of like technology. Mm-hmm. It could be, it could be, if, it, it, it could hurt you, um, just like fire could hurt you mm-hmm. but it's also mysterious and could be put to good use. So we have to, like if you think of it like in a deity type way
0: but but you are again uh, partly thinking almost like monotheist uh, I guess which, I is, which, is, uh, which is all right, but yeah. you know for ancient people, for instance, deity was similarly like a fire. Yeah you know deities were not only good. We we were we, right. we had a whole section about malevolent gods, right? Yeah, yeah, you and know,
1: all certainly wasn't.
0: But the, the or they were split characters. Yeah, you yeah. know, like the partly like human or like the fire. Yeah, you know, yeah. they they are beneficial, but you need to approach it with care. Yes. you know, I I know yes. it from Hawaii, with the goddess Pele, who is a goddess of volcanism, is. Greatly revered and and you know at least these days uh, because all those other gods more or less, uh, went extinct or are mm. on an almost uh, you know way out extended uh, vacation. Uh, but uh, retirement. But but you know it's a fearful goddess because it can destroy the whole town, right. with a molten lava. Right. You know burning everything but at the same time it's a goddess who is giving the land because it's behind right. the uh, entire uh, island and you can see that island growing and, and, right. and giving fertility by bringing all that new rock, which then disintegrates and, and, and becomes a soil and you can grow crops of it and, and, yeah. and so on. So, uh, but, but returning back to the ancient times, of course, this is present there as well. Yeah. So gods are not only positive or right. benevolent, they are at the same time malevolent or can turn. Yeah. If you offend them, then you know they'll be offended right. so you approach them with a the care and in a similar way you approach with a care technology or you approach right. the uh, uh, music can become bad as well yeah. it can mislead you say you, you yeah. know or uh, just just think of uh, how hallucinogenic uh, nazi drums and flutes uh, you, you know, became right. for for so many people the generating mass hysterias. You know, uh, marches with torches, drums, and flutes. Right. Piccolas. You, you know right. those very high tones and and completely. Or
1: Nickelback. <sniffs> That's a joke for people in America. That you may not get.
0: I don't. <laughs> you see, you are absolutely <laughs> right.
1: But but you're saying that this binary thing that came about with monotheism Mm -hmm. hasn't served us meaning like if it's not good it must be bad and it's from the devil and if this is Mm -hmm. you know instead of approaching things like everything is from this one of these gods that could be good or bad Uh uh-huh and like that opens up your mind a little bit where you're not judging necessarily And, and
0: integrated into spirituality. So that it is not d- divorcing uh, your emotional and spiritual health yes. from your from the rest of your life, which yes. is then becoming non spiritual and uh, non emotional. It's almost divorced. It still remains because we simply cannot give it up. But then it is uncontrolled. Yes. While when it is integrated somehow, then uh, there is a hope. A gr- greater hope that there'll be a way of reflecting it and mm. I think that they had more control over that than we yeah. have because yeah. uh, we then try to bring in morality through the laws say uh, you, you know legislating things and, yeah. and so on while they had it integrated through their myths through their legends through their warning stories for instance yeah. uh, or encouraging stories yeah. And and kind of passing it on from generation to generation, mm-hmm. and modulating their expectations, their behaviors, expectations of the children, say, or children of their uh, older ones, seniors or parents, and and that was kind of shaping uh, beyond. The thing which we try to codify, say through the laws, or mm-hmm. and and creating kind of an overarching narrative within the society. But returning back to those lists of deities, yeah, you, you, you know, uh, I would need to actually count them. How many? Uh, it's difficult because some of them are like couples. And it's broken, probably broken up. No, too. no, 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 because we we have sewn oh. several copies of it, oh. so it, it can be easily reconstructed. You, wow. you know, And then there are uh, also uh, lists of sacrifices with a similar order of gods. Oh. So uh, let me count: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, Two, thirty, three, thirty, four, wow. thirty five, about thirty five uh, lines. Wow. Uh, some of it are collective, like Gods who help Baal. And we don't know how many you know yeah. it can be two, it can be a couple, it can be yeah. a number of them you know uh, there are uh, I, I actually counted these as two uh, earth and heaven huh. Huh. I counted them as two yeah while I was now counting them. Uh, but then there are mountains and valleys huh. you, you know uh, is uh, goddess mountains or is it uh, just collective? gods right. number of gods of individual mountains and number of gods of individual right. valleys for right. instance you, you know and, yeah. and, and so on so th- there might be this kind of recognition that uh, each mountain or each prominent mountain might have like we have there the god of God called saphon so there is not only gods of saphon there is not only Baal of tzaphon but there is a deity saphon <laughs> You know, like deity Olymp, Olympus, mm, mm. you know, so uh, and then there are just regular lists. So it, it might be that they were reciting them at the beginning of the prayers, you, you know, or at a certain ritual uh, practices yeah. uh, also. Uh, there are, of course, uh, conjectures uh, thinking about... Uh, do the, are they ordered in some specific right, order? Right. You know, clearly uh, th- those most dominant and active in myths tend to be at the beginning. Mm. But then there are some at the end, or the mm. end does not necessarily mean that these are the least important. Mm. Sometimes the beginning and end are those important, huh. and, and in between are those kind of like, yeah. you know, like we often think, uh, or when we are creating lists uh, right. uh, of, of different things. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it does not necessarily mean that, but is there a theology behind it also? Right. You know, or, or some mythology saying, you know, theogony. Are these like different generations? Or not? We 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 don't know. You know there are uh, guesses uh, about it. You know guessing right. is it this or is it that? Uh, no, no one really knows. Uh, there are some which are not that prominent in in that mythology, like I mentioned with, yeah. a, about that kinar or guitar, right? Uh, but
1: but uh, one thing to ask, I guess, which you may know, is were there any. That were not worshipped at at the time, you know what I mean? like gods that went away or retired like with the ones that were still around. you know what I mean like is it mm-hmm. is, is, the, 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 is there
0: were definitely shifts we cannot have it here mm. in front of us because uh, this is more or less uh, and that is also a. This is more or less a snapshot, uh-huh, and that is a great gift of Ugaritic literature because we can date it and we know there is a uh end time you know by this yeah. time it was all written, we know that it was written relatively not you know it is based upon tradition and it was written over a certain period of time, but not enormous, yeah. Like with the Bible, you don't know when things were written. You can yeah. guess and you see the development, you, you, what you are asking about. There, there are certain trends and, yeah. and there are deities which were clearly active in a Jewish or that uh, Palestinian setting in, in the promised land setting with the people living there uh in their stories which as they were being recorded those stories were still valued so they were recorded in what will later become a bible but they uh, especially these heterodox or ro- wrong teaching things or these deities got kind of hidden like we talked about a number of times uh, so that the story is still preserved uh, deity is disappearing or is uh, just uh, like a personification say you know mm-hmm. or something like that so that it is not directly offen offensive for the monotheists and mm-hmm. and, and so on uh, but it's still present like uh, like the harp singing in the fingers of the of the bard you know yeah, or something yeah. like that and here you have harp singing yeah well bard is playing right right you, you know uh, yeah and not only positive gods are there you know there are those malevolent mm. gods included uh, in that yeah so that's uh, that's that's holy guitar <laughs> that's very,
1: well very it's very interesting and thank you for for bringing this to us. I think a great music to have over the end of our conversation would be jimmy hendrix playing the national anthem and then that is a good way to bring it back to in in woodstock at woodstock Woodstock and how the gods of music have bestowed upon him the great ability to play let us let us worship uh no never
0: the that god was with him there exactly he God was was... Pl- it was playing directly there yes. Uh, yes. and was around the neck of Jimi Hendrix.
1: Yes, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Yes. <laughs> Thank you.